Thank you for listening to the Potter's House Tri-Cities Podcast, located here in Pasco, Washington, where lives are still being changed for Jesus Christ. We hope you enjoy it. Open up your Bibles. Uh, we're going to be looking at two, uh, Luke 10. Um, one, and we'll be jumping back and forth, um, one through 17, amen, but I'm just going to re- uh, read uh, Luke 17 in the beginning, and so, so most people, amen, that you uh, encounter, amen, they are not concerned that they are lost, they don't know that they're lost, Amen. They they think they're fine. They're like a little boy at Disneyland who was enjoying Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. And so he was enjoying the Ferris wheel. He was enjoying the roller coasters. And so he was having a good time. He was having a marvelous time. And in the midst of the crowd, he got separated from his parents. And so... He got separated from his parents. He didn't even know he was lost because he was having so much fun on the rides. Amen. I can attest to that. Amen. We have fun, amen, at amusement parks sometimes. And so, but Satan has constructed this world in order to give you enough distraction so that you don't even know you've gotten lost in a spiritual Disneyland. And so we've gotten... Uh, a world full of people that do not know that the fun in this world, amen, everything that the world has to offer, the movies, the parties, the club, the social relationships, and the money, and even their job is all a satanic camouflage to keep them from realizing that they have been separated from God, amen. If you, if you look at the world today and the world, the way the world is going, it's all about media, it's all about enjoying yourself. Amen. And so they did, people disregard God a lot of times. And um, they don't know that they're lost. However, the parents of this particular child were looking for him. And so they knew he was lost at Disneyland. And so they went to an officer, a security guard, and told him they couldn't find their child. So the security guard led them to the lost child who did not even know he was lost. So God wants his people, amen, to be, amen, the security God that brings lost people into contact with God, um, who wants to reign in fellowship with them. And so our task God's, as God's people is evangelism. And that takes us to uh, Luke 10, 17. It says, Jesus sends the 17, the seven, 70, sorry, not 17, to evangelize and fulfill the will of the Father. He teaches them what to do and gives them advice on how to approach and deal with people. Amen. And s- Sorry, that, that, that's not the scripture. And the 17 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. 
And so these people, amen, are no doubt people that are saved. Uh, Jesus Christ has commissioned them to go out and evangelize the gospel. And so they return and they, they say to this to Jesus that the, the demons are even subject to him. Amen. And so what they're saying, they're coming back, they're having, they're having joy, amen, because they're having success in the kingdom of God. They're winning people to Jesus Christ. And so they come back and they even say that the demons are subject to them. Amen. And so these are people that are, that are going in a different direction. Amen. Than the people of God. And so when they come into the kingdom of God, how many of us know that a lot of times they, they turn from their old ways. They, they turn from the secular ways of this world and they give themselves to God. And thus, you know, they're, they're delivered. They're free. Amen. From a demonic oppression. And so these people are glad, amen, because they're, they're doing the will of God, amen, and they're pressing forth. So people are not a drudgery, but they are a joy. There are situations and setting that present themselves, amen, that sometimes seem like they're concerning and not so enjoyable. But people at large for the Christian experience, amen, are supposed to be a joy. And so we must avoid being cynical concerning people. We must avoid the sour experience with working with people. And so we are going to be effective to get people saved and established into the kingdom of God. And become fruitful and prosperous. Then we have to keep the right view of people. Amen. Jesus gave some direction to his disciples in Luke 10. God has appointed us to people. God's whole heart, his desire, is that they will come when we will pursue working with people. Amen. If you think about this, pursue, amen, that we would go after them. Amen. With a heart, amen, to go after them. Jesus has a group of 70, amen, a pretty good, amen, amount of people, a pretty good, amen, you would say congregation. And so he has groomed them and he has taught them and now he's releasing them into the world, amen, into the known world to do his will. He has told them from the beginning, no doubt the disciples are some of these men that are and men that are there. He told them that he was going to make them fishers of men. And so now he's making this a reality for them. He's releasing them. He's sending them out to accomplish the will of God. God has first appointed us to evangelize. And that's what you and I do. You know, we come together on Saturdays. Or, you know, maybe at the drive through Or wherever you may be. And, and tell people, tell somebody about Jesus Christ. Amen. So Jesus Christ has taught them this. And so before the disciples were able to encounter people, they had to win them. God wants to raise up soul winners. You have been commissioned. Amen. God wants to, amen, send us out. 
The question is, who will fully dedicate themselves to this process? Mark 16, 15, it says, And then he said to them, Go into all the world, preach, and publish openly the good news, the gospel, to every creature of the whole human race. Amen. And so this should be the occupation of every Christian. In our text, amen, they went out, saw results. Think about this. They got hooked on soul winning and preaching wherever they went, amen. If you want to keep the new Christian enthusiasm alive in your life, it is linked to evangelism, soul winning, personal witnessing. Um, I remember, you know, this uh, many times um, there was actually a young, a young man. He, he was on the street and we were, we were praying, amen, for people. Amen. And so this, this young man, he just comes up and um, I think he was going to catch a bus or something. And so I said a sinner's prayer for, for him. And then so he started um, coming to church and, you know, it was exciting you know, to, to have somebody actually surrender their life to Jesus Christ. Amen. And um, I prayed for him on the spot because he, he was ill. And actually God touched him. God healed him there on the spot. Amen. And if we're, amen, if we're willing as a people of God, amen, to go out, you know, on a limb and, and just believe God, amen, God will move. God will touch people. Amen. He will heal them. Amen. Because let me tell you that I've I, I've never seen Amen a move of God like like the one Amen of of the Potter's House Christian Fellowship. The Amen discipleship that they do. And um, we need to go beyond the program mentality. People are not a church program. People are at the very heart of God. They're, they're the jewels of the kingdom of God. Amen. And so, how many of us know that sometimes people can, can feel, amen, if we're not really interested in them, or we're just doing it for, you know, um, for, for status. Amen. And so that's why Jesus said in Matthew 8, 18.6, it says, if far be it, amen, if we're not in tune with people, amen, if they were, uh, if they are simply part of a program, they'll know it, amen. We need to gain a heart for people as time passes. We need to grow more and more flexible with people as time passes by, more and more patient, more and more wise. Amen. There, there's wisdom, amen, as we work with people, as we um, amen, bring people into the kingdom of God, as you start working with them, you, you gain wisdom from them. And a lot of times it's, it's, it's this trial and error thing, you know, when you work with people. But as you work with people, you learn, amen, how to deal with people, what to say, what not to say, amen. And so I believe that God wants to raise up people to have a certain strength that he can call upon us, amen, to bring them into the house of God.
James uh, was an apostle. He was he had a canny ability, he had a gifting, he had wisdom to unify two opposing sides. In Acts 15 there's a d dispute about circumcision. James intervenes and powerfully brings amen the people together in this situation. So there were two churches that needed two pastors, the church of Ephesus and the uh, church of Crete. Both had leadership problems. One had a corrupt leader that needed to be removed, and another one set in place. Uh, the church of Crete had no leader, amen, and so leadership needed to be established. And so it came down to two men, Titus and Timothy. Timothy uh, had uh, skill. He had a balance of pros, yet solid convictions to take on the fragile job of Ephesus. Titus was more bold. He was more clear-cut. Amen. And so if he would have went into, the, into this church, he would have destroyed it. Because of the man he was in Titus ten one through, I mean Titus one ten through sixteen, it says, "For there are many rebellious people, who had engaged in useless talk and and deceived others. This especially true of those, who uh, institute on circumcision for salvation. They must be silent because they are turning the whole families away by, from the truth to their false teachings." And they do it only for money. Even one of their own men, a prophet from Crete, has said about them, the people of Crete are all liars, cruel animals, and lazy gluttons. This is true. Amen. So he needed to go in there and sternly, amen, this was a church for him. And so this is what Titus faced in Crete. And so this man was not intimidated. Amen. He loved people. But on the other hand, he was not a pushover. He knew when to rebuke. And. Amen. And when not to rebuke. Bring correction when it was needed. Timothy, on the other hand, was a little bit more fragile. He was a little bit more sensitive. You know that Timothy was raised by his mom and his grandma. Amen. And so he was he was he was a man that was able to to minister, amen, to, to a different kind of people. And so um hallelujah. And so we cannot be groomed and gifted if we if we don't constantly work with people. Amen. And so amen. I don't know what your strengths are, I don't know what your weaknesses are. Amen. But if we can, if you continually work with people, Amen. You will, you will develop. And so God wants to stretch us as His church. Think about this. There's going to be, Amen. Even with us here, there's going to be a rubbing. Amen. There's going to be a shaping, a molding. Of us as as we unite together as we start working with people amen and so what what this does amen when when we start working with people 
amen, is that, that things started rising, issues started rising. And so it's, there, it's, it's good, amen, because we learn, it's a, it's a process, amen, that God uses, amen, that, that we, would, we, would, um, we would be able to endure, amen, that we would be able to tolerate people, that we would be able to tolerate one another, amen. And so this has to happen as people because, you know, we've been here for like a month and a half, Amen. And so everything's been good. But everything's not going to stay that way. You know, we, we do, we care about each other. It's like my, my wife and her, her uh, brothers, amen, they love each other, but sometimes they fight. You know, <laughs> sometimes they don't get along. Amen. And I, I've, I've seen it. Yeah, she's a Christian. Amen. But, you know, people... We get on each other's nerves, amen. But but it's good because, I mean, that's that's the learning process. That means that we can grow together, amen. That that we can um, make our you know expand, make our hearts bigger, amen. Our tents, amen. Be able to to expand, and so we need not to lose heart, amen. So we can be easily easily tainted towards people. It doesn't take much, amen, for us to give up. And so Jesus told them that they'll have different experiences. In verse 3, he says, Go your way. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. So one of these experiences will be that you will run into people that are deceitful. They'll have an agenda that is not good. They they will act like they're, they're into it, amen. They'll act like they're into the church. And in the end, they will turn on, on, on you. They'll turn on the church. And so, as soon as you detect this, amen, I mean, watch yourself. Do not let them rip you off. Do not let, amen, people rip you off. But also, don't let them make you bitter. And it comes with a process. Um, I've noticed this, that, you know, the, the devil, he'll send people our way, and there are people from hell. There are people that, that the devil wants you to spend all your energy on. He wants you to spend all your time on them. And, and like I said, most, most, most of the times they, they don't even want to serve God. There was a woman that came, amen, Sunday. And, you know, she didn't want to stay for service. And in her mind, I have a need, I have a need. And, and that's all, a lot of times, um, the churches to people is a, a handout. You know, and they don't want to get saved. They just want to want to take advantage of, of the people of God. And so the devil will send people like that your way to try to f- frustrate you, to try to vex you. Amen. But don't let that dis- be, uh, don't let that discourage you from from people. Luke 10 
10 through 11 says, But into whatsoever city you shall enter, they receive you not, go into the street, and therefore say, Even the dust from your city that cleaveth to your feet, wipe, wipe it off. Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God has come high. And so Jesus is saying when people reject you, amen, when people, amen, come against you, don't, don't even let, let them affect you, amen, just blow it off, continue, keep going forward, amen, in the kingdom of God. In other words, do not become tainted, tainted rejected, or, or by rejection, amen, bad fruit, amen. Trouble, some people come. And then I want to take a look at, at Luke 10, 5 through 8. It says, Into and into whosoever house ye shall enter first, say, Peace be to this house. And if the Son of Peace be there, your peace shall rest upon you, but if not, it shall turn to you again. Amen. Again. Amen. And in that same house remain, eating and drinking such things as they give you, for the labor is worthy of his hire. Go not from the house and to house. Amen. And so he's saying, amen, that work with those people. Amen. As they receive you, amen. As, as you... Um, as you have discernment, amen, to, to work with people. And he's saying to, to work with those people, amen, to, to have, amen, a visual eye, amen, of who to work with and who not to work with. And so cat, be caught up in the good fruit, amen. And so don't be bogged down with the bad fruit, with difficult people. I'm not saying that, you know, that you only work with, with easy people, amen, because that's what we want to do, amen, a lot of times, is, okay, well, this person likes me, you know, I'm going to work with this person, or they're, they're easy, they don't have any issues, they don't have any problems, they do have issues, they just, they haven't revealed them to you yet, amen, and so, we need, we need to press on, amen. And so, the harvest depends on us staying involved, keeping our hearts attached to people. And so, the joy of working with people. And so, the 70 return with great joy. And so, the people are the result of evangelism. Are, amen. As we evangelize, they're, they're, the, they're the source of our great joy. And so Christians that do not work with people are missing out on a vital element in our Christian experience. And so there's a tremendous joy, there's a fulfillment involved, amen, working with people. Amen. We, we came into this place, amen, and I don't think we've stopped fellowshipping or hanging out, amen, or you know, giving advice, and, you know, it's, 
it's fulfilling actually. And I told God this this is what you know you called me to do. And think about it, God's calling not just the you know the pastor, but all of us to get involved in other people's lives. And e and even though you know sometimes you know it might be wrenching, but at the same time you know it's 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 joyful. Um, one one thing that I always think about you know is is my kids. You know that they're, they're a blessing, but sometimes they're real difficult. My son came over here, started pushing all these buttons, and you know he and uh, Christian came in and. He couldn't figure out what was wrong with the with the microphones, and he got frustrated. Amen. And so, you know, kids are frustrated. You know, they're, they're they're frustrating sometimes. So are people. Amen. But they're a joy. You know. Um, the other day, I'm I'm playing with my daughters. Um, I guess the night before, I was so tired, and I just knocked out. And my wife kept pressing me, "Hey, you need to hang out with your daughters." play with them they want to play play and so I just knocked out and I woke up the next day and but the next day I played with them and it was just it was it was fun we were having a good time there in the living room just I filled up the dodgeball with some air amen we're we're playing um monkey in the middle and some other stuff amen and so a lot of times you know we just comparing that, amen, to, to people, you know, we can have in our Christian walk success, you know, with people. And um, I want to take a look, lastly, Acts 15, 3, and Thessalonians 3, 9 through 10, 2 John 12. Uh, Third John, one fourteen. So many scriptures, and so, Amen. So all these scriptures, Amen. Think about this. Are about a problematic Corinthian church, but in the end, they're a blessing. Think about this. Through all the issues and all the problems they had in the Corinthian church. Amen. They become a blessing to Titus. And so a lot of times, you know, in the we have to take, you know, the, the good with the bad. In the end, amen, they they no doubt become a blessing to this this man, this minister, this pastor. And you know, it's it's awesome, you know, when when you work with people and they, you know, yes, you know, may you know, they'll they'll continue, you know, to give you issues, but in turn they'll be a blessing to you. And so that's the joy, amen, of working with people is that when you see the success when you see the progress, amen, when you see people change, amen, when you see people alongside of you helping you in your ministry, amen, there's there's more people, amen, 
coming into song service, um, Jerry's talking about playing the bass. You know, um, we got another guitar player back there. And, uh, you know, there's, I mean, there's joy, there's joy in serving God and joy in adding more people to the church. And, you know, it's, it's not all about that, you know, about heartache, amen. There, there's joy, amen, when, when you see people get saved. There's joy, amen, being in fellowship with the brethren. And so we need to be concerned, amen, with working with people. We need to link our hearts with other people. And chase after them. Amen. Don't let people vexate you. Life's too short, amen. Pastor Campbell, I mean, I'll, I always say this because that's like one of my favorite quotes that he says. He says, don't take yourself so seriously. <laughs> don't be so rigid, amen. Don't be so, so, um, I guess, uh, yeah, so hard, amen. There, there's a humor, amen, in serving God, amen. It's, it's a joy. And so with that said, can I have every head bowed and every You've just listened to the Potter's House Tri-Cities Podcast located here in Pasco, Washington. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you come back for more.